Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa. Hello and welcome to Afro Verdict with your host Victor Anakin. Today I'm joined by a professional journalist from numerous African countries, including Botswana, Cameroon, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, South Africa, Ethiopia and others, as our friends pay Sputnik Africa headquarters a visit during their trip to Moscow. Tiboko Mokoto from Botswana is the one to lead today's discussion on the expectations from the second Russia-Africa summit. Let's go. My name is Tebo Homokoto and I'm going to be hosting. Now joining me to discuss the second Russia-Africa Economic and Humanitarian Forum for Peace, Security and Development. There is Mene Anyongo from Kenya. I'm going to also be joined by Ngobile Chili and our Soe from the Gambia, Ayele Yaragal Sharif from Ethiopia. We're going to be breaking down different topics from economic developmental goals, developmental education issues, developmental, cultural, technology and academic issues really dissecting what we are expecting as African leaders will be arriving in Russia for the Russia-Africa Economic and Humanitarian Forum. Now I'll hand over to you, uh, Manyongo. Thank you. Um, I mean, as um, Tebeho, my colleague, has said, uh, we also have our, our other colleagues from Cameroon. We have Claudia, we have Trisha from DRC, and we also have Segei from from Senegal. Um, yes. I hope I've pronounced the name correct, okay? <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, on to it. Like, clearly, like, the the forum is up, like, in two weeks, right? Yes, um, yes. So we are expecting um, at least 50 leaders from Africa, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's going yeah. to be quite interesting uh, to really get it started so that we uh, get to the crux of it. I'm sure our, our speakers today have a lot to unpack in terms of their expectations, especially looking at uh, backgrounds of the different countries that they're representing. You know, so um, we'll start with you many in terms of Kenya um, you know you 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 have expectations that you you'd like to share maybe looking at uh, the economic situation in Kenya and what you would believe uh, leaders from Kenya would speak to in in terms of the Russia Africa summit so what are what are your views in terms of of the summit and what you expect African leaders to be doing uh, at the summit or speaking to oh thank you um yes. thank you so much I mean um back home like every our president, President William Ruto, um, in his own words, he said um, he inherited a shambling economy. Mm. So for him right now, his main agenda is to really um, make it work, make make the cost of living at least bearable for every Kenyan back home. So I'm expecting him to discuss more about what he can offer people from Africa, from Russia and mm. other parts of Africa back home, like in terms of energy, we have um, we, we, they also the summit that's coming up on climate change because is also so focused on it, mm. which he, which he hopes that would bring in and also um, if. All these factors are met right. Mm. He believes that the economy of the country would be better. Would be somewhere in a Some, stable yes, position. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So for for us also, um, mainly focusing on renewable energy, uh, what um, other leaders would bring to the table, mm. not just for Kenyan citizens, but also Africa as a, as a whole. So yes. um, he has also been speaking about um, like us Africans, like African leaders going to the table to discuss issues economic, not mm. just them being 
being presented to so you guys we are, we are, we are going to give you this amount of money use it here they also want to be integrated into the mm. discussions yes. not just going in and being told so we are going to give you 50 million so how are you going to use it no they also want to like say so you 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 are giving us 50 million mm. but we we don't want it as a loan. We want it as a grant. Like, give us and let us see how we are going to to do with it and ensure yeah. that our economic, uh, every Kenyan and every other African benefits from these things. Yeah, so, I think yeah. I can. Yeah, I think I can understand a bit of that in understanding that uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa recently expressed the same sentiment to say it's very important for Africa to have uh, dissent or to have agency in terms yeah. of global issues. So I think that really makes a lot of sense. Many, thank you so much for letting us know a bit of what you're going to be unpacking. The conversation promises to be quite exciting. And our crossover to Zimbabwe, uh, Nobile Chile is going to be taking us through developmental issues uh, in respect of Zimbabwe. And of course, at a later stage, as we keep on chatting, uh, talking to Africa as well. So, Mr. Nobile, representing Zimbabwe, please take it away. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, in Zimbabwe, I think the message has been, um, as, as a country, we are moving from being a, almost a pariah state where the, the president is saying that Zimbabwe is a friend to all and an enemy to nine. I think this um, summit will, um, will ensure that uh, we strengthen bilateral relations with Russia and also try to come up with new avenues where we can partner and make um, economic um, partnerships. For instance, we, we know right right now that Africa is a um, battleground for most uh, big uh, Western countries where geopolitical politics are being played in Africa. Right now, as we speak right now, there is a summit in uh, Botswana, the American uh, an America, Africa. US Africa yes, business summit. That yes. kind of summit. And also we have hosted the China Africa summit. So all these summits are coming at a time where Africa will is trying to define itself in the global stage. Mm. So also Zimbabwe, while East Africa is trying to define itself at a global stage, I think Zimbabwe also wants to find where it can take um, part of the cake. Yes. Now, in terms of, I like a lot of what you mentioned in terms of really Africa being sort of where it's all converging. What do you think, well, what do you think are the main opportunities that exist, especially speaking to your topic for today, where we're discussing developmental issues? What do you think the opportunities are for Africa? And what do you think lies there in the dangers of missing these opportunities due to everything else that's happening around uh, this very special point in time? I think Africa is still a developing continent and um, for us as Africans, we need to take a, a global stance to say what is the Africa that we want? What are the agendas that we need to push forward? I know infrastructure development is one of the biggest issues in Africa. Yes, um, uh, Alleviating poverty is an another serious issue in Africa. And now we have climate change. So these are the issues that I would expect that our leaders will come and um, deliberate and find uh, areas where they can forge alliances and uh, maybe lift the continent. Mm, mm. Now crossing over to our Sowe from the Gambia, you you have an interest in chatting about uh, developmental issues as well, but focusing mainly on education. So if you can just really unpack in terms of what your expectations are for, for, for the Russia-Africa summit. 
Thank you very much, Taps. Um, I think we're all very um, excited about this Russia-Africa summit, which we're all looking forward to in a couple of weeks. I believe this summit is part of Russia's foreign policy, whereby they designed this platform to bring in African leaders and then to have a face-to-face discussion and then discuss areas of mutual interest, such as politics, education, security, and then the list goes on and on. We have over 40 to 50 African leaders and then 400 delegates that are expected to come over to map a way forward and then bridge some of the gaps we think should be. And I just, I'm still going back to the president's statement during the last summit in 2019, whereby he made mention that Russia is open for cooperation in different different areas, most especially um, education. Yes. And if you check, according to research, there are so many African students that are currently in Russia and then are studying in different aspects and then should go back to Africa and be technocrats. But I am just saying this here, like, African leaders should be able to have Africa in their hearts. Yes, yes. And then not like having people to speak on our behalf, but taking the platform our, our, our own selves and then come up with well-strategy packages about what we want, areas of interest in our different countries. Mm. I, for one, speaking on behalf of Gambia, we have a national university and few private universities, but I believe there are a whole lot of things that are missing Mm-hmm. And if my head of state is in this summit, he should be able to come up with a very, very comprehensive strategy on what he wants regarding tertiary education. So basically, this is where I'm looking forward to, whereby we're going to design a strategy mm-hmm. regarding education, whereby we're going to have people studied here, or we have Russian professors that will be down there and then um, train professors in different caters, and then we move the education sector forward. That is exactly Abs- why I'm looking yeah, forward Yeah, to. absolutely fantastic. Um, it's, it's, it's a great topic in terms of bringing in education and understanding how many African students are currently in Russia. Quite interesting. So I can't wait to hear you unpack more on that, especially in relevance to the rest of Africa as well, in terms of your perspective, your experience and views on that particular uh, sector. Yes, I, yeah. I believe... Of recently, Russia has been opening up to Africa. Mm. And then looking at us here, it's part of the opening up. Yes, absolutely. Yes, having journalists, having African journalists here on a a one-month internship is Mm. part of the opening up. Mm. And I believe this should not be just a one-time thing, but it should be very often whereby we have people to come and experience what is really happening and then have on-the-job training that would be very, very, very important in their day-to-day activities back home. So I'm definitely looking forward to what Russia has to offer to Africa Mm. in terms of education. Quite exciting times indeed. Now uh, moving from the Gambia to go on to Ethiopia, we have the fantastic Ayele Yaragal Shari to talk to us about developmental objectives as well or expectations at the Russia-Africa Summit, but looking more on uh, cultural issues, uh, technological advancements, and of course, academic issues. Yaragal, if you may take it away. Thank you very much. Uh, Before I came to uh, the current, I mean, the uh, 23-23 Africa-Russia summit, I have to uh, mention something from historical background from Africa and uh, Russia. Mm -hmm. As you know, all of you know, 
Russia and Africa has positive uh, relationship background because no colonialism uh, history, uh, no other uh, negative impact. But Russia has been uh, supporting African countries to become free from Western colonization. Mm. It has uh, support in academic uh, perspective. Uh, there are many uh, tangible results that is uh, 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 that was uh, shown b- between Russia and uh, Africa. Therefore, on this benchmark, the current uh, summit will uh, have very positive impact in different perspectives. It has an extraordinary uh, perspective in my uh, viewpoint. Uh, therefore, uh, for example, in terms of uh, academic, uh, uh, there are many uh, in thousands of uh, Africans have been learned in Russia uh, so far, and this trend will continue uh, much more. And this uh, trend also uh, can strengthen the two cooperation the social trend, the social bond, and also uh, it creates also uh, more cultural uh, exchange. Uh, on the other hand, Africa uh, and Russia has a common uh, agenda, which is a Western uh, back uh, world, which is Western oriented world, has to be changed uh, into multipolar. Uh, world Africa mm. uh, need, Africa is a continent the continent of youngest uh, the youth continent it has uh, 2063 uh, agenda of development yes, and Russia yes. has uh, also uh, uh, is influenced by western so uh, the two uh, Africa and Russia uh, has to uh, uh, strengthen the cooperation uh, so as to uh, tackle this Western influence in one hand. And also, uh, Africa needs more technological uh, uh, needs. Uh, as you know, Russia is highly developed uh, Absolutely, country. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, there will be more technological uh, transfer also, knowledge mm-hmm. and technological uh, transfer in uh, academic sphere. Uh, and also, uh, Africa also needs uh, in agricultural sector more uh, inputs. As you know, the Russia and uh, Ukraine conflict, uh, mm-hmm. how much it brings impact on African countries uh, in terms of food sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. this summit uh, will be very uh, crucial for uh, this uh, global agenda and yes. the African uh, and Russia by uh, itself. I, uh, I mean, um, the two, the South-South uh, cooperation in Africa, uh, Russia cooperation uh, will be tackled. Uh, will tackle this uh, global agenda. Yes, yes, absolutely wonderful. I think it's it's, it's a lot of uh, very critical issues that that you are going to be unpacking here today. Now, before we start with the unpacking of it all, you know, we we are journalists from Africa, and I think uh, our you did uh, rightfully mention that uh, you know that on its own is 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 part of Russia opening up to to Africa prior to before the summit. Uh, happens at towards the end of July. So maybe I'll I'll hand it over to to, to Claudia from uh, Cameroon to maybe just weigh in on that and the the importance of that aspect of it to say, why journalists who have traveled 10,000 kilometers from Africa to Russia, uh, what has the experience been? And I'm sure we've spoken at length uh, in our our meetings to really just air our, our, our sentiments, which you could maybe kindly share with our listeners. Thank you, Tebogo. 
Yeah, um, I think uh, coming for this uh, training and having the opportunity to attend the African, the Russia African summit is really a privilege. And um, especially for someone like me who is coming from uh, a conflict area, that's Cameroon. We, uh, Cameroon has been plagued with uh, a sociopolitical conflict since 2013. And that is really affecting both the economy and the social life of the people in Cameroon. And I think that alone will also touch uh, different parts of the world because when we talk about, when we talk about uh, inter regional integration, mm. when something happens to one part of the country, I think it touches almost uh, the other mm. uh, parts of the world. And uh, so far... Been uh, here for this training for the past week, I think I've come to learn a lot, especially meeting uh, new colleagues from Africa and uh, Russia. And um, this will be a great uh, chance for me to explore the media profession and also to make uh, connections that will be useful for me back home, that mm, is Cameroon, mm. Africa, and uh, also that will be impactful to the world. So coming here has been uh, something very important for me, even though it was somehow um, a mixed feeling for my friends and families, because uh, when I made mention of the fact that I'll be going for Russia, I was expecting a positive energy, but... I had a very cold reaction because they were like, what are you going to do in Russia at this moment? So yeah. you get it. It means I yeah, can go I'm to sure, Russia yeah. any other time, but not now. Mm, but mm. coming from a conflict area, as I've explained, I think uh, meeting the, facing the reality is what is important for us journalists. And we have to be open-minded. We have to be open to experience other realities and to face the challenges and maybe meet uh, the facts, expose the facts to the public. Thank you. Yeah, I think that really, that is really very critical. And I think we all share the same sentiment because uh, looking at Russia from the outside, um, you'll agree with me here, my co-anchor. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> <yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's it's something that we all share to say. We've, we've seen something really scary. Yeah. We all came in and took flights, but thinking, are we really safe. flying to a war zone? Are we safe? Are we going to see missiles uh, fly by? Because of seeing maybe one spectrum of a situation that has many other facets, because we arrived in Russia and life is moving along swiftly. So maybe you can speak to that before we uh, hand the floor to you. Absolutely. Like for me as well, like just, like, just as Claudia just said everyone everyone's faces was like okay why are you throwing yourself to the fire hmm. there are so many countries that you can go to and why russia and i think it's because of the narrative that has been created back home hmm. the headlines the oh these oh that oh that and then um coming here again has really helped me to unpack it fully um right now i'm more focused on okay so what's the real issue Mm. who has done what what's really happening apart mm. from just what's happening back home is like yo 
they are taking over this yeah. and this and this and this and I mm. also I also believe that my colleagues as well um I've also experienced the same so I'm I'm going to go to Senegal yeah. so Senegal it's your turn <laughs> okay sorry I've introduced you with your <laughs> country name <laughs> um I think it's important right so yeah. would you kindly like um pack it up all um I believe you your sentiments are the same right my name is Rimbay Drame I'm a journalist I'm from Senegal I work in the Senegalese press agency. It is my first time here in Moscow. I I say it is a great opportunity for me to be here as a young journalist to see by myself what it is happening here. Because in Senegal we know we learn Moscow or Russia about uh, uh by the news and the television and be here uh, to be here in moscow gave me a real opportunity to to learn and to see by myself I think that's 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 a really important aspect especially looking at uh learning and seeing it yourself but uh in 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 really uh understanding that uh, I think it's sentiments that we've all discussed and shared as journalists from Africa it's been a great opportunity but uh going back to the focus issue uh looking at the fact that we are going to be transferring from Moscow and going to St Petersburg for the Russia Africa summit I think we can we can now start to look at the expectations more in depth you know what really needs to happen that is critical do you expect that our leaders will show uh, assertiveness in demanding uh, or even negotiating uh, uh, deals or mous that will work for your individual countries um i don't know who would like to take it first maybe um could i go yeah. um for me i'm looking forward to um a lot in this summit mm. first of all climate change and i really hope our leaders bring in real issues in regards to this because for us back home we didn't experience rain for over two years mm. like coming into Russia is when now we'd see things changing yes. so I'm really focused on what what new things would our leaders do in term in future because climate change is a real factor like there are so many people dying of drought there's no food back home um mm. infrastructure itself also um, deplorable housing like guys our homes are not nice back home and i be, and i'm really hoping that our leaders would really unpack it all and sign several mous on housing uh, infrastructure itself the mm. roads um governance um education as um our had mentioned health mm. health 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 um because um the real issues were unpacked during covid we don't have facilities back home yeah. and as much as covid um really affected the whole world africa was affected yeah. uh, there were no enough oxygens in hospitals there were no enough beds even to admit um covid patients and leave alone covid there are so many other diseases back home that are affecting our people yes. and our, it's time for our leaders to also integrate the youth give them the, the chance to come up and give them the room and the space to discuss what's really affecting us as the youth mm. um there are a lot and i believe that the youth also have good brains and um with the with 
with the current dynamic change of digital and stuff, I believe that the youth can bring good things to the table and they must be listened. So yeah. our leaders must come in fully packed. They must step up to yes. the table, basically. Yes. This is the chance. Yeah. This is the opportunity. This is the moment. Um, I'll give it to you, Awa, because you are about to also just chime in on that one and um, really, yeah, tell us how you see it. Yes, thank you. Just to to pick it up from where money stops. Mm. You asked the question if our leaders should, if our leaders will. Mm. It's not a matter of if they will. Yes. It's a must that they have to do it. Mm. It's a should. Mm. In such platforms, it is high time that they just fold their hands and then be clapping. Yeah, they should be able to move from that individual thinking, thinking about themselves, and then thinking for a whole nation. I like that. Mm. They should. It's high time. Our African leaders should have African should have Africa in their hearts mm. to be able to do the work, mm. not just looking at themselves like individually or their families or stuff like that. Like he mentioned, like like um, Manny mentioned, we had so many things that are not in proper situation right Mm, now mm. and then when we want to bring in africa we're lacking in so many things whereby we we need real we have to give it real in real attention Mm. and then during the summit i am looking forward to them bringing in the issues and then showing them what you know what this is my area of interest and this is what i want to do she spoke of covid19 we still have ebola in africa and it's still killing people yeah and then in putin's statement he said he was ready to to find a solution and then to help um africa with um ebola Mm. infrastructure wise Mm. health Mm education, name it, the list goes on and on. Yes. It's high time that you know what, and then coming to the summit and then coming with strategic objectives and what you want to do. It's not just having the recommendations or having the MOU or business partnership and all that, and then we just leave it on the table to gather dust. Yes, These yes. These are things mm. that we have to follow. Mm. And then you know... Implementation, we ha- yes. We have to do proper implementation, not just having it well penned and then leave it there. At the end of the day, it becomes useless. Mm. So that things, these are things that we have to discuss. We have to come up with solutions, recommendations, and then map a way forward. I like that, Our, You know, speaking to what you've just said, one other aspect comes into play. How do you think corruption has played into uh, the funds that Africa has received so far? Because as much as we are asking for help and are looking to Russia for uh, for assistance, you know, it's we've discussed it even amongst ourselves to say Africa needs to get to a stage where we start to implement our own solutions and develop ourselves from the inside out. Now, how has corruption been debilitating for Africa in terms of the individualistic uh, type of thinking that our leaders have with, with funds that we've received in the past, to your knowledge? Thank you very much. I think this is a just just this question could be a whole discussion. Yes, today. yes, yes. Uh, you I can you can take it in a nutshell because we don't I have the whole. I think corruption has been one of the leading factors. That's mm. why Africa is where it is today. Mm. With all those funds that we looked for at international levels, yes. we have misplaced priorities. Yes, these funds are not put in where where they are meant to to be. To be, hmm. as hmm. I am speaking to you right now, my country spent two hundred million dollars hmm. to buy cars for national assembly members. Oh wow! When we have people who are lying on the floor 
in hospitals. We don't have enough medication. Mm. We don't have enough buses to transport people and all that. And then you spend that huge amount of, of money, money to buy for mm. just a section of the population who are not even in need of it. Mm. My heart breaks for Africa, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we have misplaced priorities. And then we go look for these funds on behalf of so, so, so project. And at the end of the day, it's not used for it. Mm. Mm. Some of the funds are diverted. You you see some African projects and then they tell you the amount of money they're spending for the project. You start asking yourself questions like, where is my continent heading to? Mm. Mm. So it's I really think it's, this is, it's heartbreaking. Mm. I think we just have to call a spade a spade. We don't have to sugarcoat or make things look nice. Yeah. This is Africa. This is something that we all are living. Mm. What is in my country is exactly what is in Zimbabwe, is exactly what is in Ethiopia and mm. then other African countries. Mm. I believe we should start being focused to have that change of mindset to look at Africa as a continent and then to know what, you know, what all these European countries are doing, Africa at so, some point should be able to stand on its own, mm. take decisions and then have technocrats and all that. Yes. If you look yes. for funds for a certain project or for a certain people within the, 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 the population, it should be meant for that. Mm. Mm. At the end of the day, Africa is not taken serious. Mm. If you have to bring in the same problem over and over, over and over, over again, again, absolutely. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're not taking serious. Mm, that's and it, then so. they start asking questions or raise eyebrows like, where are we heading to? Yeah. So I think there should be a shift of mindset, change the focus and then take Africa as a continent and then look forward to pushing it to a better situation. Yeah, um, um, you know, you, 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 wow, yeah, you know, that Brains, was, a, that right? was, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was a mouthful because it, it really speaks to my heart and my soul as an African, uh, young journalist, you know what I mean? I'm gonna shift it to Zimbabwe because most of the issues that you've touched on in terms of corruption, that nation, one of the most uh, one of the most promising nations in Africa, at one point called the basket of Africa, has seen aspects of um, aspects of itself deteriorate completely. So maybe Mobile, you can uh, take us through uh, your views in terms of what our particularly mentions and how you think the Russia Africa Summit presents an opportunity to to resolve these issues. This is this one is a very difficult one for me. Right? <laughs> right. I can imagine. I can, can imagine. you imagine trying to come up with solutions to Zimbabwean problems? Mm. Yeah. A lot. And everyone yeah. is trying to come up with a solution. But before I answer that question, mm. I think Zimbabwe should also be understood from a global perspective. Yes. That some of our problems started when Zimbabwe embarked on land reform. Mm. I'm not going to absolve our politicians. Please don't. Because they don't deserve yeah. to be absolved. Yeah. But also, I will not neglect this narrative that uh, all our problems are homegrown. Mm. Zimbabwe is a country I think that has seen a lot in the past two decades. Largely because it became um, isolated. Because yes. of its stance on its natural resources, mm. its stance on land, its stance on um, economic development. Mm. That is saying Zimbabwe first. But as Zimbabweans, I think there is more that we need to do. Mm. We can't continue 
celebrating what I can call sometimes mediocrity. Mm. So it is not just the the political elite. When we talk about corruption, I think um, most of us we tend to say us against them, meaning our politicians. Yeah. Against us, the citizens. Mm. But as ordinary citizens, what are we doing? Are we not also perpetuating or influencing or um, contributing to this corruption that we are saying is a problematic to Africa? Mm. And I'm not talking just about Zimbabwe. I'm talking about the whole continent. Are we not, as citizens in Africa, fueling corruption? How many times do you... When you need a service and you, you just need to call someone to say, I am connected to this person. Mm. And the here I'm just... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As we yes. say yeah, back home, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is an African problem. Yes. And, it, and it cascades to grassroots. It cascades to individuals. And it cascades to top government officials, mm. which Our is problematic. Leaders. Yeah. So I, I think if Africa is to develop... It has to develop strong institutions, hmm. systems, to say without a system you can't function. Hmm. We've been, we, we came here more than a week ago. We've been using the, the public system that they are using here. Hmm. You have not used any connection, but everything seems to work. Yeah. What, where are we missing it as Africans? I'm sorry I did not answer the, the, the corruption <laughs> question as hmm. I was supposed to, hmm. because I feel... There is a lot. Actually, Zimbabwe is, is endowed with a lot of resources, mm, mm. and uh, we we you, you wonder why um, we are failing. Where are we missing it? Mm. But I think also we need to interrogate ourselves as Africans. We need to interrogate ourselves as Zimbabweans to say mm. where do we think we can collect ourselves um, and dust ourselves and make things work. Yeah. yeah, I I liked one point that you raised to say you know not all African problems or even leaving it to Zimbabwe are homegrown. How much influence do you think the uh, outside? How much outside influence do you think interferes in Africa? to leave it in the state that it's in. Because like you're saying, our resources are quite an attractive uh, commodity. And in uh, harvesting those resources by certain nations, that becomes a, a war between the locals and those particular nations that now come in to plunder and leave Africa in a deplorable state in, 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 in going after those resources. So what, what, what is your view in terms of the influ outside influence in Africa? Uh, you remember my initial statement mm. that um, there is a lot of geopolitics that is playing right now. We are talking about the U.S.-Africa uh, summit, that is a business leader summit that is taking place in Botswana. Yes. Uh, in the same month, this month, we are going to have the Africa-Russia summit. I'm not sure when we are going to have the China-Africa uh, engagements as well. Hmm. And these uh, speak to um, global powers all wanting to have a conversation with Africa. Hmm. If Africa didn't matter in international politics, hmm. if resources in Africa didn't matter in global politics, why would we have these global powers coming to have an interaction with Africa? Hmm. I think Africa is not realizing its power 
especially with regards to what is happening at an international level mm. africa is um, is home to minerals we are talking about lithium now because we are there is a shift to electric, uh, electric vehicles yeah. and we are seeing africa being at the center stage of 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 lithium so it is time for africa to negotiate better at, at, a globe, at a global forum. Mm, mm, they should mm. negotiate better knowing that they have the resources that is needed to develop other nations. They have leverage yes. in terms of the negotiations. So, 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 so why should we go to international forums with a begging bowl while we are carrying all the resources in our bag? Powerful, powerful, powerful. If at all I could close with that, I'll close with it. But I want to now shift over to uh, DRC. Uh, if you may uh, maybe take it in French and uh, maybe speak to our audience that uh, speaks in French to just really also, you know, give it a bit a, a spin in terms of how you've seen it and um, how you are seeing the Russia-Africa uh, Russia summit play out. Thank you very much. I'm a journalist for the newspaper Forum of Faces from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. If we talk about my stay in Russia, firstly, I would like to say that I liked it here very much, a very warm welcome. Also, an interesting cultural program. We were on the Moscow River, on the Red Square, which delighted me as I'm in Russia for the first time. It's great that I was selected for an internship in Russia. I knew that I would learn a lot about journalism. I would see how Sputnik makes its programs. I hope my stay here will be useful and I will use it in my work when I return home. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, I, I, I would like to believe that uh, we share the same sentiments, most definitely. Um, in, in closing, maybe uh, as, as we draw to the conclusion of today's uh, broadcast, um, I would like to maybe try out an experiment. She's just spoken in beautiful French. Merci beaucoup. So in respect of language, in respect of cultural exchange as well, that we hope to see take place between Africa and Russia, I would like for us to maybe say our last sentiments, but say goodbye in our national languages. Wouldn't that be a cool thing? Cool. Like, yeah, yeah, right? Sure, sure. To show, of course, um, diversity. Yes. Yeah, in honor of diversity. So, um, I'm I've always taken it very for granted, but I'm
viongozi wetu wa Afrika waje waje kwenye kwenye mkutano ku kuongea vitu ambavyo vitatufaa sisi kama vijana wana Kenya wote na Afrika kwa jumla so kwa hivyo tuna, tunaomba kwamba waje wa waseme yale ambayo yapo isiwe tu kwa vitu vya binafsi bali iwe ni ya, kwa kila mtu ambaye ata, atapata ubinafsi ambao atajiona kwamba kuwa uh, Ah uh, I'm kuwa kwa Kenya na kuwa Mwafrika as a whole. Um, so yeah. Asante sana na kwa heri. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's give it to the Gambia to do it in a uh, yeah, native language. Um Jerejov come in confidon watane rekne um Russia Africa summit be. So nyunge har sunjiti rewi sunkilifai nyunyo ta sunyewe moyne nyuwane ne Africa len len joge be pere jol shobi. Um wa sisen um domirewi yinga hamantene silinga hamantene sohal na len lol ludemesi walu jangi halei wirgu yaram yoni ak yubare bari. So nyunglendi har sunyewe fini ta nyunge um look forward to summit bo hamne dina am jerin lo sunu ñop jerejof wonderful i love it all of me is in your it's it's like music to my ears <laughs> let's take it to zimbabwe <laughs> yeah yeah ah bo ninga ni now is isn't the belly the language to say seven is about when you Sister Lukuma is Kiwakulu. Yeah. As such a language, I see in the belly, but Slapa, Russia. And I'm a journalist, young journalist, I'm a 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 journalist, yangcedisa wakhulu irashia njalo sikhona lapho ukuthi sifunde sibona ukuthi indlela yaphambili ngabenjani ngonqobile chile yebo bonga mena baba now we move on to ayele ngidi bazari ulets ba afrika na ba rusia ye hulatiyosh ye afrika rusia guvayelay mena malki norwal bemil ketelayu afrika hagerat ያጋዝጠኞች ጋር በጋራ ውይይት አርገናል በውይይቱም ዓለም አቀፋዊ ቀጠናዊ አፍሪካ አቀፍና ሩሲያ አቀፍ ጉዳዮች ተዳስሰዋል በዚህም ውጤታማ ውይይት አድርገናል መልካም የሰብሰባ እንዲሆን መኛለን ከዚህ የአፍሪካ ሩሲያ ግርኝነት መልከ ብዙ ውጤቶችን ተበቃለን ከኢትዮጵያ ጋር በተለይ ሩሲያዎች ልዩ ገረኝነት ሳለን ለሩሲያ በተለያዩ ዘመናት ሁሉ ከኢትዮጵያ ጎን በመሆን ድጋፍ ሰጥቆየች አገርነች ምንውዳትምና ከብራት አገርነች ወደፊትም ይቀጥላል ተብሎ ይታሰባል አመሰግናለሁ Wow, I don't know why it sounds like a prayer. I was actually getting hypnotized. <laughs> Brilliant. Language is such a beautiful aspect of who we are. Um if I may hand it over to Cameroon and then we will wrap up the show because we are fast running out of time. Thank you so much uh, Tebogo. Um you know in Cameroon I don't know if you've been following the the trends on the social media. Cameroon is always referred to as Africa in miniature and um when we talk of Africa in miniature on the internet today especially on the social media you hear people talking about le continent. 
So Africa, Cameroon is Look the whole. Ma. Yes, Cameroon represents <laughs> the whole <laughs> continent. Wow. Le continent. Okay. Le Cameroon, c'est le c'est un continent. Mm. So that um, that's to say, we have two uh, official languages, French and English. Mm. So there's always this mix mixture of uh, languages, especially in the local parlance, mm. and. Um, Looking at uh, indigenous languages, mm. we are so diversified. So we have over 200, I think about 216 oh. languages, mm. uh, vernacular languages or indigenous languages in Cameroon. Mm. So uh, with, uh, without leaving you, um, leaving you without uh, maybe giving, uh, speaking, mm. maybe uh, in one of these languages will... Make me less Cameroonian, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So and from I, the part of yes. the country where I come from, uh, we speak uh, the Pechop language. Mm. Yeah, Pechop vernacular. That's mm. from Bamali in Dop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, part of uh, Ndop is found in the um, in the northwest region of Cameroon, where mm. the crisis is ongoing, and. Uh, To Our say some few off. words, mm. to say some few words in Pochop language, I would say Pochop mu, Munchop no Pundemna Moscow, and Munchi at the Oma Waya Punchumbo. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. And last but not least, we hand it over to Senegal. Mangi to do Serin Bay Drame, Jigay Senegal, the Tascato River. Di kontan buah di nyobi wenyau Rusi nak tagatu binfidah ni awal nama jering buah tasen afik nyujuge Afrikoman majangge cium dia karena menjangge cuman di ambia karta binne daje bivora am bivora daje le ini cium jitureu Afrik atau jitureu Rusi dina amal jering Niki Dejeb, Yakar Nelenfeuartane, Dina Amol Solo, Africa, Way Dina Amol Solo, Rish, Jering India. Fantastic. Um, my co anchor? Um, I think I'm going to finish with Spasiva. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> and wrap it up. All right. Um, <laughs> we have we fast run out of time. If if you can maybe say a few words in French or your your other native language, if you have. Merci beaucoup uh, pour mon. Thank you very much from my Democratic Republic of the Congo. In our country, we speak four languages. French is the official language. Now I want to say a few words in my own language. Kinshasa, this is the Kwakukurisi, Kidinasa represente, Bankundi Bami, Mo Somme, Ya Inter Russia. Matondo Mingi. Wonderful, Matondo Mingi. Yeah, I think uh, that's all that we had for today. In closing, I'd like to say I can't wait to have all of this cultural diversity blend into the Russia-Africa summit so that we can uh, have a semblance of a brighter future. I think we all share the same sentiment. Toodles. Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa.